ESBC podcast, podcast network, and the network keeps growing. And the perp, every single business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. This is a business meeting. The purpose, one of the purposes I always say is to make me personally money, right? To make me, I'm not like Coach Kelly at Notre Dame. And I threw it out on Twitter where the speech he made to the guys, let's keep it real. Hey, LSU offered me a boatload of money. That even if an official Catholic church not paying taxes, making $3.5 million, right? Son of a gun, I'm going to have some fun going down to the bayou. I just remember that because I was going down to the bayou with this beautiful blonde. <laughs> and we were singing that. We were like, son of a gun, we're going to have some fun down in the bayou. However, like Cubans say, I'm down here in Florida, right? The picture behind me of the Cuban picking bananas in Cuba. Cubans say no man is an island, right? Nobody can do everything exactly by themselves. So in order for me to make money, to maximize my value in fun, in sports betting, we need collaboration. The Chinese say that capitalists cannot collaborate. They're just going to compete against each other. Not in sports betting. Sports betting, we collaborate to make a lot of money. Okay? So that is the purpose to explain teach business and financial concepts and why capitalism beats communism every single time simultaneously. We're making money, all right? And we are teaching. Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, right? Teach the man to fish, he feeds you, he feeds himself for a lifetime, and then gives you insight you can bet and make money. Like I made money on the Australian Open from a listener who gave me insight into the Australian Open women's tennis. That was the first time I bet women's tennis and it was from a listener from the NFL podcast collaborating with us to make money. What are the outcomes? Who the hell am I? And why the hell should you listen to me? I have an MBA. I have clients worth $20 million, and for 28 straight, straight weeks in a row, we have got profit, which is compound interest. Week one compounds on week two to week 28 to have a lot of money. We'll post the pictures of the dude who were like, what are you doing here in first class? Right? I, I didn't answer because they used emotional control. They want to say sports betting either, right? <laughs> but the answer was, yeah, we, my wife took the sports betting money instead of flying coach for flying for class and paying for the, you know, the Wi-Fi and all the fun we've had here. So you got the purpose. You got the outcome. Now, Lincoln Riley, uh, Kelly. Lincoln Riley is winning Grunch, Grinch defensive coordinator. Because he doesn't know anything about defense. In business, 
again, have an MBA, clients $50 million liquid, $30 million liquid, simultaneously in assets. Tom, if you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So I got two guys who are a lot smarter, tougher than I am. <laughs> Chad, Chad uh, over there, down there in Menifee, or parts unknown, we'll call parts unknown like wrestling. He is a lot smarter. He's a lot tougher than I am. He's a lot faster than I am when I'm not in shape, but I can still out bench press him. <laughs> you, you, you can, got you, you, uh, uh, Scott Cove out there who's got that jump shot. We would be we would be a pretty good uh, uh, three on three, you know, uh, double generational, right? Uh, whatever they call those leagues, we get two old guys and a young guy. We probably right. probably win that league with Scott Cove out there in the Northeast. So, we got no, real three, person. That no, race, gender, disability. We've got regional diversity and we got age diversity and we know how to disagree with each other without being disagreeable and we help each other collaborate to anybody. All right, we'll go Chad this time, Mr. Flexing, flexing over there. We're gonna have to see, we have to get the tape measure. We'll see we have the bigger guns. Man, I got no no guns over here. All speed. All right. First thoughts, and we'll go rapid fire. Take notes, people. Take notes. English is my second language. So I will be, I'll work hard on enunciating. We're going to go fast because we're on the road. Uh, people got to wake up early. Uh, Chad, his brother, is on uh, the fast track. We're going to get him on the five guys going to New York for the Heisman first round draft pick. Millions of dollars are coming, are raining down on the family. And he's going to be like Jamar Chase and Burrow. He's probably going to be on the same team. But yes, sir. Sorry for the Las Vegas nights. <laughs> so we got to get Chad a good night. Nice went to sleep. And Scott's got a, uh, Scott's balling down there in the Northeast. We're not even going to ask Scott what he's going to do for in the morning, but he has something to do for the morning. Scott, go. We'll go Chad and Scott. We're going this Thursday night, Dallas game. Uh, first words, and then we'll get into that. Game. Okay. Oh man, I'm just uh, I'm ready to go, man. It's uh, 17 and 13 last week. Um, we we finally killed the totals. Um, you know our sides kind of slipped, and our sides have been our strong point. I'd say uh, the year we've been a little higher on the side. So just looking to kind of keep the totals where they were last week, and and get return to the mean on the sides, and let's get it going. Yeah, I'm, no, in, agreement. I'm in agreement. Uh, let's let's get a, a bigger profit this week. Let's uh, let's hammer out those those uh, misses that we had last week, and let's uh, let's get it going. Right. Even though we've got profit, we made really good money. Really, uh, IRS. Uh, I'm going to encourage the IRS, Bernie Sanders. This is this warning to now turn off the volume for about 20 seconds. But we really are at about 100 grand between college and pro. Have some survival guilt. You got to deal with your feelings, right? 80% of the people in jail. Then resolve the feelings. Now back here in the South, I've worked out my survival guilt. Ready to get some 90% action going. And let's get on a massive roll as uh, we head into college basketball season. 
So thank you again to Jason. Uh, we'll mention Jason's last name. We'll keep Jason parts unknown because we do not want him to get assaulted at whatever sports books he is full with dollar bills, hundred dollar bills in his pocket from our picks of whatever he doesn't tell the casino to mail him, right? So he can buy dinner. Uh, <laughs> and before we start on Thursday night, a note from Lana, the psychotherapist, all right? And the psychotherapist said to make sure to tell the guys to be healthy and to not use all the cash on hose before they go back to their wives. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> The casinos with all the money they're making with those picks. Word from uh, psycho. We do psychotherapy here too, right? That's what happens in Vegas day. stays in Vegas. That's what they say, right? Or, or an Urban Meyer restaurant, baby. Yep. <laughs> or Illinois. Yeah, all those new states, man. They're all coming on Southfield, hmm. Detroit, Southfield, number three in downloads next to the casino. So the ladies of the night in that area don't spend the money on them. Put keep that money in pocket and buy nice dinners and then go home. Get an Uber. You can pay for your Uber. Get a car, man. You can pay for a driver. So we're first games. We're talking about a decadent city that I love to go to. New Orleans. We got the Dallas Cowboys. And Jason, man, he's helping us a lot with that, with keeping it uh the spreadsheet tight. Really tight. So we got independent verification. We've always had it. Now we have more detailed independent verification, but we will obstruct the numbers. <laughs> right? If Jason's wife calls, well, where did he get all that money from our picks? <laughs> That's it. Right. Thursday night, uh, Dallas. Five plus five, over under forty eight. I'm gonna go with your Norling Saints to cover these five points. Uh, man, that's tough because both teams are gonna have big offensive lines. Big, I don't know because uh, salesmen think short term, businessmen think long term, and one of the greatest salesmen and businessmen of all times people person approachable nice guy is the Stephen jones jerry jones family good people they're probably still on good terms with sean payton not vindictive sean payton has a house in dallas all his kids went to private schools in in dallas uh so i don't think it's a huge grudge but no one's going to be ready for this uh Proteins don't get blown out twice in a row. And what I'm going to say, this is new football. I like the way Jerry Jones is keeping himself involved in, around the team, right? He has that balance. It's still, he's, a, he's, he's really like a contractor with where he is, right? He's a multi. He, he's one of those guys that's $500 million. He could be a trillionaire if he just focused on business, but he's focused I'm being the, the owner of the team, the salary yeah. cap guy, co-salary co cap guy, co-general manager. 
co-head coach. Head coach. <laughs> of the team versus Sean Payton, who he only had, has to answer to the very, very, very beautiful Miss Benson, who gold digs herself into a couple billion dollars. She's probably in the Gold Digger Hall of Fame up there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with your Dallas Cowboys, with uh, your Saints, plus five. Come on, Dallas people, bet blindly your boys before you have to go back to work on Monday. Bet blindly your boys, balloon that line. Uh, don't bet the over. I'm going to bet the over right now, over 57. We'll go Scott and Chad. So Taysom Hill starting for the Saints. So that's a uh, – he's been taking number one reps all week. Dallas has a COVID problem right now on their coaching staff. So McCarthy's oh, not – Oh, yeah, that's right. McCarthy's not coaching tomorrow night. They won't have some assistance. So uh, I'm going to take the more desperate team. So I'm going to take the Saints, and I'm going to take the over. I think this is going to be on the higher scoring uh, – one of the higher scoring Thursday night games that we've had this year. So I'm going to go the Saints, and I'm going to go the over. Man, I'm right there with you guys here. Pro teams don't get blown out twice, right? Saints had a rough one last week. Um, it's going to be a close game here. I, I, I like the Saints with the points. Both these teams, you know, they need this game. Uh, you know, the, the NFC is wide open for the Saints. Are, you know, they this is huge for them. Keep them in playoff contention. Um, you know, keep them probably in the playoff at the seventh spot. With the win, they're probably in the, in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I love that. We got a um, – you know, Sean Payton, a Hall of Fame coach. We always talk about the home dog on Monday night. It's a home dog on Thursday night. We love that. Oh, you know, over the key number of three. Hopefully we can get them to bet it up, maybe get a six, a plus six for kickoff. Um, right. You know, I plus love the, seven. I get yeah, seven I, and a half in our leads. Right. And we, I, this over here, um, you know, I, I, Sean Payton's an offensive coach. Didn't have a very good offensive week last week. Got Taysom Hill back. You know he's got some schemes. You know he's got some stuff to put some points on the board this week. Um, so I love the over here. And, uh, you know, the, Dallas is just, you know, they, they've been a good, a good off, offense all year to put up some points. So I think both teams here can get um, get the 24 no problem and, and, and put this one over the 47. So I love the home dog on, on the Thursday night game, Saints plus five and uh, over the 47. Or that's what I got. I just bet it right now. I got it at 47. I like Tyson. I like Tyson Hill's attitude. He really does play above his head. And again, I'll throw this at you. Uh, analytics is not working football. I'm going to, I'm in a writing mode. When you're in the middle of nowhere in the country, like, hey, I'm down. The crows are waking me up. All <laughs> right. I'm jogging it. And, and, you know, rednecks are yelling at me, this is God, country bar. And I'm like, hey, I'm a truck loader, man. Leave me alone. I don't believe in handouts. I don't believe in giving Guatemalans free college. Free healthcare the whole rest of their lives in a free get get out of jail card after they commit a felony. I'm in a writing mode, so I'm going to make sure that the uh, the newsletter is well published. We got things going on. However, and I'll bleed into the next game. If a quarterback finish the sentence off, <laughs> Chad, you know this. Let's say it a hundred times. If a quarterback he can complete three first downs with his with legs. Feet. They went 70%, 70 of the time. Yes. Thursday night, defensive guys have tired legs. Believe me. Hey, think of me when Tyson Hill trucks one of the smaller uh, 
Dallas defense is back. And my, and my last point on this game is Dallas's defense is regressing right now. They're really taking a step back big time. So, mm. right. Yeah. They big did not time. have a good week last week. That's for sure. Right. Right. And everybody's playing zone and they're super zone team. They're playing that Arkansas zone. But my yep. guy, I heard him again, Barry Switzer. He was there with Stoopsy. We're going to not recruit him. <laughs> I love, I love what Stoopsy and Switzer said about Lincoln Line. Uh, what we feel about Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, we're, we're going to keep it private. And when we see him, we're going to tell him to his face. <laughs> it was a great son to speak. Now, this please in, I'll put Pointer Institute of uh, Media Studies, Roy Peter Clark, when a Pulitzer with the New York Times, we're followed. He's been on the podcast. We'll get him on again in the offseason. He's in a pro personnel department for the NFL. Micah Banks. His dad, Don Banks, is in the NFL Hall of Fame for a sports writer. I preface this to say, Scott knows about it because I said it to Scott and Jim early about in the scope of my work as a wealth manager, finance, business concierge, I got in, I got direct evidence to take the court on the Vikings owner. Translation to Scott, right, was that the Vikings did not have backups. So Detroit's looking for the first game. What what's the deal? What do I say, uh, Chad, about double do- digit dogs in the division? They cover eighty percent of the time. <laughs> this year they've covered sixty six percent of the time, fifty two point five percent is break even. One dude contacted me, and it's all in fun, dude. But he was talking about it's fifty five. Well, it's fifty five if you're minus one twenty all the time. We're plus money every single week on a money line bet and second half lines, plus money bet. So literally money-wise, I can make an argument in court in front of a judge that money-wise we're at 70%. But we want to be there purely percentage-based, right? Because I'll tell a client in stocks, not your actual dollars, it's percentages. So anyway, you want to cut. You were saying 55, fine. 55, 66% double-digit dogs to the division, which in my world is more than 52, it's more than 65, 66%. I think the Lions might hit double digits with all those Brian Kelly peoples in Indiana, uh, Minnesota now, the Indy Casino Sportsbook, all these people are going to be pounding the Vikings. Now, I'm shooting myself in the foot because all those Southfield, Michigan people who are waiting on the podcast for us to pick the Detroit game. <laughs> hey, those guys in Southfield, wait for your brethren who just bet blindly Detroit every week. Go ahead, bet the Vikings. Get this to a double digits. And I'm going to run right. I'm going to ride with the Detroit Lions again. We've made money throughout the years betting Detroit as a dog, right? So am I playing with house money? No. I'm playing with my and Anna's money. <laughs> or that Detroit, that Detroit plus money paid for the first class tickets down here to Methland, Florida, where we're at right now. So I'm going with your Detroit Lions. 
with uh, their coach calling high school plays all day with their uh, mentally challenged quarterback. And the under, I can't remember the last time we missed the Detroit under. They've been an under team the whole time. (laughs) We could buy a Tesla just play Detroit under. Ford's got an electric car, so we'll do a Ford electric car. So all that's to say, Detroit plus whatever it balloons to, whatever the line is, under 47. Remember, 45 is the average of an NFL game. So I feel in this situation, uh, Vegas is taking advantage of people who are not paying attention. We are. So we're going to take advantage of that. Minnesota's defense sucks and it's been on the field all year. So Zimmer is going to take the opportunity against an inferior opponent to try to save the legs of Hendricks and Bard and company. Actual guys who can play that he's going to need later on in the season. We'll go with Scott and Chef. I'm right with you. I mean, I'm going to, I'm sure it's going to balloon up. So I'm going to wait until probably Sunday morning to, to bet this game. Um, I like the under for sure. I think both teams, the Dalvin Cook injury could be a huge one for Minnesota, even though Madison's a, a capable backup, still could be huge for them. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit at home, uh, having 10 days off to pr- prepare for this game. Um, I'm going to take the under as well. I, th- I think it's going to be a low, lower scoring game. I think Detroit wants to slow it down so much that Minnesota's uh, possessions are not going to, not going to be as usual. So that's, that's where I am with this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I think we let this one balloon up. Detroit's co- is, is on more rest, you know, double digit dog in the division. If we can get the line up there uh, more rest, they're at home. Um, I, I, I can't believe this line is 46 and a half. Um, it, it, it's, I think there's just recency bias because the Vikings have been in some high-scoring games for the last few games, but you got to look at who they're playing in those games. They're playing the right. Packers and, you know, San Francisco. Like, here against Detroit, th- th- this game should be 42, 41 and a half. This is way too high. You're getting four or five points of value here. Um, Detroit's unders have been awesome all year. Detroit, the, this under all day, and then, yeah, that Detroit line, let it, let it balloon up there. Um, get a plus eight and a half, plus nine all day. 100%. So we're all in agreement. Detroit Lion, whatever it belongs to. And uh, hey, next Sunday I'll be in my home court so we can do this a lot easier. Uh, 30 minutes before kickoff, we'll get the gang together and we'll look at line movements and, and we'll report on this line and what we did or are doing. Next game is those. Uh, man, okay. Salary. Salary and connections. I have direct connection with somebody who knows Queensberry, who knows $12 million a year, right? Uh, I'm going to send it to the guys, but go on um, uscfootball.com and look at the expression of Lincoln Riley. He said, these people do anything to win, man. Uh, the air raid against Chicago. Now, I love guys who make no excuses and do more with less. Out of nowhere, 
He reminds me of the assistant general manager for the Dodgers, who's now the uh, general manager for the Oakland A's. But he, the, the defensive corner for Chicago, is lights out. No matter how dysfunctional, how bad, or how bad Nagy screws up, he has that defense in there until their legs give out. Uh, every, and the, the funny thing about it is, Belly Cheat, Brave, all these people love the array because they know how to defend it. You rush three, you drop eight, all right? Uh, it's a home game for Chicago, big market after a holiday. I'm looking at a close win for Arizona under 46. So that means. Chicago at home. Again, man, you're getting me more than a key number, seven points. Because remember, slow and steady wins the race. Clingsbury does not want to blow anybody out. He Right now, he doesn't care even if he wins the game because he's ahead in his division, good position for the playoffs. For him, it's more important to keep the rotations tight and to keep his team healthy for a playoff run. So I love Chicago in this spot, plus eight, and I like the under 48. Uh, Justin Fields going to have to have his track shoes on. First guy in open, run, man. Run, run, run. Keep Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's not even going to run. He's going to sit in a pocket and prove that he can throw in the pocket and keep his legs and running for bigger fish to fry in the division in the playoffs. So give me those Chicago Bears. Uh, plus whatever it balloons to, because a lot of people love to bet uh, the a good record. We're in the favorite. They're nine and two. Oh my gosh! What are the Bears? Right. Four and seven? Oh, they suck. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't mean the Kyler Murray. I'll say this flat out: doesn't mean the Kyler Murray or Justin Fields are any good. <laughs> this hey, is Josh. Equational. Go Josh, it. the total. Go I... sad than the Scott. Josh, I got the total at 45 and a half, not 48. You still like the under at 45 and a half? Right. And I predict it's going to go up to 48. Okay. But I like I like it at 45 and a half. Okay, cool, cool. have better now because we have family obligations, things going on. Bet that under 45 and a half. I expect it to be at 48 at kickoff. So um, so Kyler, he, he's been out the last few games, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. coming off a of bye. he's been hurt correct? all year. Correct. So Correct. Kyler hasn't played in, in four weeks-ish. Right. And Hopkins as well. So I think we're going to see a little bit of just rust that first, second quarter um, of them getting back into the swing, you know, just not, you know, you know, it's just when you don't do something, we do something every week, you're in the groove, you know, when you take four weeks off, you know, there's a little bit of just getting back into it. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really close game here, plus seven and a half already over the key number of seven. And, and if it balloons up anymore, I think the bears at home here um, can, can definitely keep this one close and, and, and lose by a touchdown or less and cover this spread. And then, yeah, I, I with that rust of the Cardinals um, and the bears offense where it's been all year, the under is, is a great play here, man. I love this under. And, and I, I think that there might be, uh, yes, I think the over is going to take some money here, just the Cardinals and what they've done. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this game is going to be lower scoring with the Bears offense, and I think there's just going to be some – it's going to take Kyler a half and DeAndre to 
you know, kind of a half to get everything back going. So I, I, I mean, um, maybe even a first half under here might be really nice. Um, but yeah, I, lo I love, love this under, and I, I think the Bears will be able to keep this one close. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. Yeah, I go with you guys too. I think, I think Chicago is going to, uh, going to cover this. I'll give you another point too. Arizona's going from the 80 degree weather to the thir high 30s in the winter. They're going to make some business decisions not to get sacked or tackled. Right, so right. You, you're going to see exactly. So you're going to see some strange, <laughs> strange things coming from Kyler. I think. Remember, they well, came up to the, the other thing too. That's a great point, yeah. Scott. Yeah. You know, and hey, 45 percent of my DNA from the Congo, right? <clears throat> Yep. I went to a 50% black high school. A lot of my, you know, so nothing racial involved. I'm just, I'm putting my HR hat on. Orange County hit a diversity count. Mm -hmm. African-American receivers with an attitude, right? Uh, they need to be communicated with better. Yeah. For business purposes. Things can go south very fast. Right. In Arizona, yeah, you got a black defensive coordinator who's seen. Jimmy Johnson said, "Listen, uh, Troy Aikman, Irvin, if you're half hour late to, to practice your meeting, it's okay. Yep. If you're a marginal player and you're not 15 minutes early, you're cut. Exactly. Exactly. You do not call out DeAndre Hopkins." A man who spends a million dollars giving free sneakers to kids in Houston where he lives. Now, free yep. sneakers. You don't call him out. Why do you have to do it in public? Why mm -hmm. can't you do it behind closed doors? Why can't yep. you send him a text? So yep. we see how stupid uh, Clingsbury is. He might be able to run the air raid or whatever, but as a manager, very, very stupid. A.J. Green, not the brightest star in the world. And Kyler Murray is a high school quarterback. The reason I say that is because you have to create passing lanes for him. And yep. if his first guy is in open, passing grade is in open, he can run for his life now until he loses a step and he's out of the league, right? Yep. But, so, I mean, McNair was what? McNair, the man, short and stocky, but he was a little taller and could figure out how to get a release point or whatever to throw people. My, Kyler Murray can't do that. So things right. can go south for Arizona quickly, and we're ready to pounce and monetize on So I remember Arizona came up here to New England last year, cold, windy, a little bit of rain, and they only, and they lost the game 13 to 6. I know it's Belichick. I know nagging Belichick on different levels. But that's the type of game I see this very low scoring. You know, it could be windy in Chicago. You never know. That's why they call it the Windy City. I think Arizona is going to struggle with the rust coming off and with the weather too. So I, I will take Chicago and I will definitely take the under in this game. 100%. Yes, sir. All right. Chad's in the green. Make that money. This game, uh, I'm going to throw a little fun into it. I'm doubling down now. I mean, I want to do it. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> Double-digit dog in the division. Uh, I respect well, the heck out of this. You're going out. Atla it's the Atlanta game. Call, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I am, I am into Tampa Bay area. <laughs> uh, 
I'm in the Tampa Bay area. People told me a lot of stuff I didn't want to know about Tampa Bay players. But Matty Ice. Uh-oh. It's gonna be the unveiling of throwing in the second half of the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. <laughs> because this is a game where Mr. Pitts will be motivated. That's why I hate giving another again, African American. All I mean, Pitts is Megatron. And uh, a guy plays for the Patriots, 15 and one, but still lost the Super Bowl. Tim thing he did with uh, Minnesota. Randy uh, Moss. Uh, Randy Moss. He's Randy Moss and Megatron. Now, what makes him better than all these guys is that he can book up a little bit if he wants, because he's really a tight end. Mean streak against the Super Bowl champions means he's motivated. And not embarrassed. Uh, he got cursed out for it, though. He got cursed out for it. Arthur Miller in the Atlanta Journal Constitution seems ready for it, making excuses for not. He, the excuse he made for not using Pitts was that there's six games and a lot of football to be played. Has he got the go ahead to go try to make the playoffs? Tampa Bay does not need this game. Tampa Bay is in cruise control. Right, right now, uh, they lost three, then they won two in a row. Uh, they played their game against the Colts. I see this as a rematch. I like the fact that Vegas agrees with me and has priced this as 15 and a half, not over 52. Right, so last game was a shootout toe to toe between. Brady and Matty Ice. And what happened, and Scott can remember this, those 15-round fights were toe-to-toe, and then in the 14th round, boom, the one guy knocks the guy down, almost knocks him out. And then in the 15th round, he's beating him up, knocks him down, he gets up, starts beating him up, and then the referee stops the fight. Mm-hmm. That's what happened the first time. Matty Ice was going toe-to-toe with Brady, then Matty Ice threw two pick sixes, and there's a picture of uh, Brady just laughing, right? Just stop for laughing as uh, Benny I self-destructed. Yep. Uh, I see this happening again, but still self-destructing. He's going to go to Kyle Pitts. And they'll lose like the Colts lost, but they'll cover the 11 points. And all those people in Biloxi, Mississippi down here, all those people... Uh, in Foxwoods, Midwest, love Brady. Brady, if they can give me some plus 15, I love it. Double digit dog in the division over 52 and a half. I'm gonna leave the research to Vegas, I'm gonna be in business with them because they feel that's gonna be over, it's gonna be over 52. That or, um, it's 50 and a half, right? So it's 50 and a half. If they thought the game was going under, it would be 53. If they think the game is going over, it's 50.5. So I'm going to agree with them that this is going to be a shootout at the OK Corral. Arthur Smith's already, already, uh, you know, telegraphing it, saying, hey, there's a lot of football to be played, meaning that 
He's got some things in his back pocket at home for the people who are in Atlanta paying $300,000 for those suites. The rest knows about this too. I'll give you another prediction. Scott is fantasy expert. Jim's fantasy expert. We'll, we'll retweet them or get the, to them. I know nothing about fantasy. But if you can bet a holding penalty on Ali Marpet in a crucial situation to thwart the Tampa Bay drive, go ahead and put money on that too. So I'm taking can't your Atlanta factions. <laughs> you can't, can't do it. The Rick games can't do it. They don't. They don't. Only <laughs> they don't go holding penalties. So <laughs> there's a proper holding penalty on all, uh, uh, Ali Marpet holding penalty to try to try winning drives for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're still gonna win, uh, but they won't cover that that large number indefinitely. To quote Chad Nolan. Under ideal conditions at the Nick Satan Mercedes Dome. Why do I say that? Because our two favorite friends, two miles away from the Mercedes Domes in Atlanta. Chad, you know this. I told you this. Who are the owners of that Mercedes dealership? Saban and Belichick? Exactly. You yeah. can go buy a Mercedes. Uh, now, now they can pay him for being salesmen in the Mercedes. Recruits. <laughs> right. You can pay recruits. NIL, right? The Mercedes dealership at the Mercedes Stadium. All that to say, your Atlanta Falcons, balloon line, whatever balloons do, over 50. I am going to buy that right now. Buy the point back for 50, all right? We'll go Scotland chat. I personally think that Tampa is going to run up the score on Atlanta. If you remember last year, Tampa's offense didn't start gelling until right about now. I think Atlanta can't come with Gronk. I think if you remember the last game, Ridley played for Atlanta the last game. He's not playing this this week. So I think he has a cocaine addiction is what I heard through the game from. Right, like so just a little bit too much, and he's in rehab. Yep, yep, I heard that too. So what? Here's what I'm saying: is Tampa is going to take pits away, like right. the other teams are taking pits away. Atlanta struggled to beat Jacksonville last week. Trevor Lawrence is not a good quarterback. I think Matt Ryan's going to have to throw, throw, and throw. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against Tampa. Against Tampa. So, so I think Tampa's going to win the game. I think it is going to be sort of a shootout. I like Tampa to win in a high-scoring game. I'll take the over, but I'll take Tampa in this situation. I think Brady's going to Brady's going to light it up like he has in the last couple of weeks. So, Wait, I like we'll Tampa go. The over. We'll go. We'll go with uh, Chad to break the tie, and then we'll have Scott from one more game. We'll go fast because he has to go. Okay, one more game. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I uh, this is gonna be a shootout all day. Um, I, I like this one to go probably get to sixty. Um, but man, I think this line's gonna balloon up. I'm gonna go with the double digit dog here with Josh. I think um, you know if, if Atlanta they they can score 
you know, they can get three touchdowns on there. Tampa Bay defense isn't, you know, they, they've been giving up points. Um, you know, I think if this line can get up there at 13, 14, um, it's at 11 right now. I think Atlanta can, can, can keep this one close. I think they're just going to have some pride and a little bit of a revenge spot here. It's in the division. Um, you know, they got, got beat pretty good down in Tampa. You know, they're right in the playoff mix. You know, they, they, they need this game way more than Tampa needs this game. I think that motivation will be able to allow them to – I don't think they're going to win this game. No chance to win it. But I think they can lose this one by 10 and, uh, and, and cover the spread here. So, Atlanta plus 11, whatever the line balloons to, and over 50 and a half all day. All right, so that's a contention. My double-digit dog in the division. Yep. Atlanta, whatever balloons to, we'll be back 30 minutes before kickoff, right? Scott has to go. He has uh, responsibilities to take care of. But the last game, fast. Indianapolis Colts on 7-0. Second half line, second half game against Tyrod Taylor, who can't quit. Uh to keep them in the run for a high draft pick, like Jim told us way back in draft. I'm going with your double-digit dog in the division one more time. Call it one more time. But it's going to be over 45. So, Houston, plus 10. Again, or wherever we'll lose to, but all those people crossing state lines in Indiana, they can't bet for the Colts, going to Illinois, ballooning that line, plus 10. Houston, over 45 in Houston, second half line. I'm going to ride that until the bitter end. Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being generous with your time, being on here. And I'll go ahead. We don't do it often, but since Jason's helping me, we'll go ahead and we'll put the consensus picks in the episode notes. We'll go Scott and Chad. And I'll I'll tweet you my the rest of my picks after you know I look at the spreadsheet stuff. Um, I'm gonna go with Houston. I'm gonna say they're gonna uh, they're gonna cover it with a late back to a touchdown in the second half. Um, right. What's the over under? Forty five. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go just slightly over. I'm gonna say the Houston backdoor cover will we'll get it over. Yeah. Um, I think Indy's shown they can put points up. I think Houston's shown they can give points up. Um, I think that Indy secondary is much, much overrated, even though they did a good job against Brady and the, the receivers last week. Couldn't cover Gronk last week. So um, so I, I like this to be like a, uh, you know, a, a 28 to, to 19 type of score. Um, so I, I would lean toward Houston with the backdoor cover, and I would lean toward the slight over on the game. Yep. I, I agree. I think Scott's right on here. I think there's going to be Houston with a late fourth quarter touchdown that makes it go over, makes Houston cover the plus not plus ten, and makes that second half line hit for the for uh, for Houston over Indy. I think it's spot on. So I'm right there with you guys. I agree 100. percent Love it, love it. All right, guys. All right, thank you so much, Scott. Carry on, and I will uh, see you on Sunday. We'll see you on sir. Sunday, 30 minutes before kickoff. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. All right. So, Duffy Eagles, bad game. Uh, I look for them to return to the mean. We got a lot more talent than the Jets. The Jets are doing the best they can. I think. So, I like Philadelphia minus seven. 
Uh, I think they have enough talent. They want to keep things in their back pocket for the playoff drive. To keep it under 46, we'll buy that uh, half point to keep it over the number of 45. Remember, 45 is the average score in the NFL game. What do you think, Chad? Um, you, you, what was your total pick? You said over? Uh, under 46. Under, okay. Um, yeah, man, the Jets are just – I mean, Philadelphia really had an unlucky week, lost a turnover battle by four points against the Giants last week. I really think we'll see some return to the mean offensively for Philly. Right. Um, you know, cold weather game up in New York. Man, the Jets' offense has just not been very good in these last few games. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I, I the under – I think you got to go under here, especially with Philly's last game as well. Um, but yeah, right. under six and a half, minus six and a half, under that key number of seven. Grab Philly now; um, they can right. win this game by a touchdown. We'll return to the mean for them um, offensively. They should really step it up offensively. And then, man, the Jets just have not been uh, been putting up those points. Man, I, I I can't see can't see this one really getting getting over. Um, and uh, only way this gets over is with kickoff return special teams touchdown something lucky at the end um that's the only way this this is going to be I, th I think pretty low scoring here i think we'll probably get like a, a 28 to 14 um style game here come in right about like 42 stay under so i like i like that a lot go philly minus six and a half and under the 45 and a half yeah i'm gonna go philly second half line because uh the jets lack depth and they lack depth on that defensive line. They're going to be tired chasing Jalen Hurts all over the place. This is going to be a tired defensive line, and Philadelphia can do whatever they want. And last week, we saw it. We saw these guys go to Foxwood and bet that Philadelphia line up, and they lost all their money. <laughs> they're going to go at it again this week. Uh, but this week, they probably will make that money, but you and I don't have to take that risk. We can use risk mitigation and take your Philadelphia Eagles, right? Minus mm. six and a half. Now, as you hear the sound of our voice, the LA Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals, they are a juggernaut right now, Cincinnati. Uh, the fact that they're coaching, you know, Used to be those French detectives, a great movie about the French detectives in the 1500s, how they solve crimes, just asking questions and people running their mouths, right? If somebody talks more than a half hour, you know their whole life story. The fact that Braylon Staley came out after the Pittsburgh game was complaining about the environment says that, man, that's a really bad culture environment with those Chargers going to cold Cincinnati against Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I like Cincinnati. Uh, they are like my 20% uh, of my family members who came over here for Thanksgiving, right? The unreliable, late, burnt ham, too much salt on the ham. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen, right? Uh, that didn't even taste the ham. I was like, yep, yeah, that has too much salt, kind of burnt. 
Because that's what they've been doing for the last 20 years. <laughs> so, with that said, I'm going Cincinnati on the money line. Do not trust them with the points. Under 51. What do you think, Chad? Man, I'm with you. I'm with you on Cincy here. I love Cincy. They're a juggernaut. I, I, I'm going to buy the half point and get them at two and a half. I think they can win this one by three. Right. Minus 178 on the money line is a little too steep for me. Um, the highest I like to go is 150 on the money lines. Right, right. Um, so I'm, I'm in total agreement there, man. But this total here, I feel like this is very similar to um, – what was the other game we just, we just looked at? The Atlanta uh, game. The Atlanta game. Atlanta, I, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Yeah, price at that 50 and a half. Right. Um, you know, I I just feel like Vegas is it, it, the price of this one is telling us it's gonna go over. And I these teams are both good quarterbacks and pretty good offensively. Um but remember, the, I to quote you, uh Herbert's hand is almost as bad as Wilson's hand. So he's playing with an injury in cold weather, and for whatever reason, it could be racial. He could be doing a George Floyd protest, but Keenan Allen's not playing anymore. How, how, how long has his hand been hurt for? Has this been an ongoing thing or recent? Ongoing thing, and they only made it public when he airmailed that pass against uh, the Patriots who lost him, and it was a pick six. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at the Chargers' last – five games against the Patriots, 24, Eagles, 27, Minnesota, they scored 20 against Pittsburgh. They scored 41 last week. They only scored 13 against Denver. So, man, I think I'll return to the mean here. I think the yeah, Chargers the mean, yeah. can get to 21 here. I think the Chargers can get to 21, which means I need 30 points out of the Bengals here. 30 to 21 gets me 51 over. Do you think the Bengals can get to 30, Josh? No. Do I think no, I think if they get going on a good drive, they're gonna run clock. They want to shorten the game. Uh, and they want to control the game. Because remember, this is LaFleur, yeah, the Andy Reid, McDermott, all Harbaugh, Tree, and all they do is try to once they get a lead. They turn right out of the clock. Yeah, man. In the I, I, I'm gonna go over here. I think right. this one. We'll let we'll let Scott break the tie. I'd like to hear Scott Scott's will break the tie. I'd like to hear his input. Maybe he can steer me to the under. Um, I just think that I, I I see like a 31 to 21 type game here. Um, I think this one can sneak. That, that's 52. Yeah, and I got 50 and a half right here. Yeah, which might. Be under, and that's something we'll make a note of. Jason, if you can help me with that one, make a note, put a note on that. Then we're going to look at what that line is 30 yeah. minutes before kickoff. But if it gets to 52, I will be playing the under. Right. But at 50 and a half, I I, I just think this this one has potential to, to, to get to, to 52 to 55. But I, um, but if it, if it does balloon up, gets to 52, that key number, 52, 52, by the point, get it at 52 and a half, I think that's a good play. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go over this. The one other thing time. is too to keep in mind. Uh, I think this week's very important because it has to be. I'm sorry, man. 
It has to be. Some people don't. Some people do not care about money at all. Now, for me, it's the highest and best use of your time. So over the last 13 years, um, it was important for me to monetize the time that I was investing watching football. Some people do not care about money. But especially when you got two cheap franchises going against each other, money has to be on top. I know it's on the top of the head of Fleur's wife and Bradley Staley's wife. These are all friends of each other. Money has to be top of mind. I don't know if either guy wants to embarrass each other. So I think Cincinnati or, or the Chargers get a lead. They're going to start running it, trying to cut the game in half, and really save the legs of their teams if they want to make playoff runs. They can't have their defense out there on the field with a quick bomb score, boom, your defense is back on the field in the cold. That's not going to happen with these guys. And both these guys want to leverage what's going on to make Lincoln Riley money. They're at a higher level than Lincoln Riley. Really, Lincoln Riley's a college coach making $12 million a year. And LaFleur and Brandon Staley together don't make 33% of what Lincoln Riley makes. So, believe me, that's going to be a factor in this. All right? But we'll have uh, Scott break the tie. And we'll put it in the episode notes. And we'll have it on Twitter. Next game we're going to break down for you is uh, the New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins minus four. Dolphins should not be minus four against anyone. So I'm going to go three sides of the bet. Uh, No, actually, I think Miami's just going to blow them out. Now that I think about it, Miami blows out the Giants. Way out of there. Uh, under 41 in Miami second half line. This guy overworks his team. Uh, the Miami defensive coordinator is a juggernaut. And, and with Lincoln Riley making $12 million a year, he wants to put that shutout of the Giants on tape. And immediately his agent is going to be on the phone. Hey, this guy just shut down the Giants. Let's make him coordinator LSU for three million. Yep. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, man. You're gonna see stuff like that. You're gonna see some defensive coordinators telling their advantage, go for the kill, and on Monday have their agents call whoever to bring the bridge truck from either, you know, defensive coordinator at USC, they're already set, but LSU, Florida needs a defensive coordinator. They're gonna pay more than a million plus for uh Oklahoma is going to have a defensive coordinator. They're going to pay a million dollars for, and this guy makes $250,000 for the Miami Dolphins. Cheap organization. So So you're going to see him shut down the sorry ass giant offense and very confused Daniel Jones, who wasn't even good at Duke, much less improving. He's not any good over here with the New York Giants. Yeah, you know, um, Daniel Jones last week really looked terrible. The you know Saquon had was pretty decent. You know Saquon can only do so much. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think Miami's offense has kind of turned a little corner. They put up 33 last week. You know, they look pretty good. Um, and the Giants offense is just I I can't I can't see them scoring. And because Barkley hasn't been playing, he's gonna be done in the second half. He's gonna be winning in the second half. Yeah, and and, and I, I can't see the Giants scoring over 14 here. Maximum yeah. 14. So yeah, I think Miami minus four. I think they can win this game by a touchdown easily. I mean. 21 14 um probably right 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 about there um maybe a but that's that's the max you know maybe like a 24 to 10 game something like that i like the dolphins here for sure and I, yeah i just the giants have a very very strong potential to get shut out in this one so i i think under you know 40 and a half is crazy low um you know lowest you know that's about the lowest totals getting the nfl uh, maybe 39 39 and a half but yeah, I, I I think that's gonna come under. I, I I'm in agreement with you here. Miami minus the four, um, and and under the forty and a half. Yeah, Miami's gotta be thinking playoffs. Yeah. The fan base needs it, and they have an opportunity. Yeah. They're playing an inferior opponent, and being able to shut out the Giants is worth a lot of bonding to that defensive coordinator, Miami. I think his name is Boyer or something like that. Yeah, and and two, you know, this if they win this game, that puts the Dolphins at six and seven, and they're going to play a division game against the Jets next week. And if they can get that one, they'll be at back to five hundred at seven and seven. And with that extra game this year, you know, they still have a chance, you know, to go ten and seven, you know, nine and eight. So um, yeah, I, you know, they're they're still in contention here. Um, you know, they got tough last three games are pretty tough, but yeah, I, I think they're, they'll handle the, you know, they're not, they're not a tanking team. I wouldn't put them in the tanking category at all. Um, I think they'll be able to get this one done for sure. 100%. So we got two. And again, in the episode notes and on Twitter, we'll get you Scott's, Scott's pick. Uh, a game that I'll be listening to Brett Musburger. I'll switch it to Washington radio too. Because you're under, you know, entertaining. You see how a woman on there, uh, actually doing uh, some uh, some color commentary. Uh, Washington is a defensive-minded team now. Regardless of the people they they have in there, they have the legitimate scheme going down the stretch. Scott Turner, I saw him on the boots. He looked like he's turning the corner. Very, very physical game against Seattle. Usually teams that play Seattle and Pittsburgh the next week, they lose. Now they're traveling across the country to Vegas. Vegas is a wild card. You got the religious hypocrite. Derek Carr is making, not making sure Ruggs gets the court. Um, getting three points, I'm going to buy uh, three points right now. And it's going to be under 50, as it's going to be a match between Scott Turner and Olsen and Carr. Jacobs, they're going to run it at each other. Vegas has bigger fish to fry later in the season with Denver. And the Chiefs kind of fighting that division. They want to do just enough to win. So uh, I like 
Olsen to be in a battle with Jack Del Rio. Uh, they want to control the game. They want to limit the possessions or defense has to be on the field. So I'm going under 50. So your Vegas Raiders at home plus three. And I would buy that point now because I think a lot of money, especially all the big money people that are listening to the podcast are going to bet that Raider line now that you hear what, what we're saying on this. I like the under this team because Rivera is very, very conservative and is not going to let Henneke get loose in, in a shootout with Derek Carr, which I would do personally if I was the head coach because Derek Carr is um, turnover firm. So Jason helping me out, he's actually saying Vegas is minus 2.5. Yep. So, yeah, I got I got two point five as well. Right, so I'm gonna go Vegas money line because this very much can go through a field goal game. I can definitely see a 21 21-20, uh, 24-21, right? 24-21, 24-23, still under fifty. Yep, I'm. I'm That's totally- what I'm seeing. I'm totally with you here, man. Minus 140, Vegas on the money line. Um, just take them to win this one at home, man. They're six and five in great contention here. Um, had a, you know, uh, have a little extra rest in Washington, right? Because Vegas played on Thanksgiving. Washington did not. I don't believe they right. did. So we have extra rest for the Raiders here. Take them on the money line. And yeah, I don't think this one's going to get to 50. Um, I think this one's going to come in at the average score closer to 45, 44, 45. Um. Yeah, I it just the way both these teams too. The the, the way they kind of been playing with Rivera. Washington's been pretty solid under team all this year with with that corporate governance from Rivera. Right. Uh, so I I I, I like this one uh, to go under, and I think Vegas on the money line. I I'm I'm in agreement with you here. Another thing is that Washington has not played uh, decent on the road, and and Heineke. Uh, it was an emotional game because uh, Russell Wilson was his hero. We wanted to beat his hero, right? Good for him. He beat his hero. Now he has to travel across the country against the rested Raider team. Yep. Right, thank you, Jason. Saving me on that one. But I was going Raiders. Baltimore and Pittsburgh in a war uh, grudge match. The coaches have plainly stated for whatever reason what the hell happened 30 years ago. They do not like each other. Uh, There could be a fight in the middle of the field between the coaches. Both (laughs) coaches are very good shape. That would be a very good fight. So I I think Baltimore is going to win this game 13 to 10. That's under and Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh plus four. You're gonna give me four points at home. You gotta remember that pissed off Tomlin out coached McDermott, right? And out coached D ball and beat the Buffalo Bills first game of the season 
at Buffalo. Pittsburgh coming off losses. They need this for the playoffs, for the Steel City, right? For the morale of Western Pennsylvania. So give me your Pittsburgh Steelers plus four. Under 45, I would buy that point to get it to that key number because the average score of an NFL game is 45. What do you think, Chad Nolan? Yep, I, I'm with you here, man. We we love to fade Harbaugh as a favorite. Um, he got very lucky last week that they covered <laughs> that game against the Browns. They should not right. have. Um, so I think, you know, return to the mean here, um, that luck factor. Double um, return to the mean, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I and um, – you know, Pittsburgh also got blown out last week, 41 to 10. We talked about NFL teams not getting blown out two weeks in a row. Right. Um, I see, you know, I see this game really low scoring. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 I'm in agreement with you here. I think I got plus four and a half here for Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh at home here, division game, can keep this one close. Um, and then, you know, over 44, uh, I think this is going to be, like you said, this is this is going to be a, a low-scoring game, a, a 21-17 type, 17-14. Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game here. I, I like this one to come in under, um, you know, Pittsburgh's. Both these teams have been pretty solid under teams all year. Um, but, yeah, I think this division game, especially Pittsburgh got blown out, you know, in the division last week. So, I think, you know, not only do NFL teams not get blown out twice, but especially Hall of Fame coaches. So right, exactly. I like Pittsburgh here plus the four and a half. And, yeah, I think this one's going to go under 44. I'm, I'm with you. A hundred percent. Going to be a very good, well-played game. Both guys won Super Bowl. So that's a consensus pick. But we're going to give you Scott's opinion as well. Right? Everybody has their favorites. Some people just ride whatever Scott says, and they're making money. That's all it. Like you yeah. say back in the day, the rappers, right? Back when I was growing up, if it's not making money, it doesn't make sense. So it makes sense. Uh Jacksonville at the Rams. Once that plane lands in LAX, we know that Urban Meyer goes straight to the strip club. <laughs> 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 so Take your L.A. Rams. Vegas is telling you something, man. Keeping it under 14. This could even be plus 21. A very angry, embarrassed Rams team. Saw the whole city of of Los Angeles. Watched them be embarrassed by naturalist Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look good, man. I'm worried about him. I want to feed him a ribeye. (laughs) Give him the food, man. Give him a haircut. Give him a haircut, shave. Take him to church with me. Have people pray for him, you know. Uh, Jacksonville can't score. I think uh, Raheem Morris and uh, and Von Miller and Aaron Donald are going to make the point. Shut out. High, the, the quarterback, right now, if you told me, put a gun to my head, hey, whoever you pick, right, and, and Jacksonville needs to put, win a game, put a gun to my head. The, uh, the quarterback in modern day or Trevor Lawrence, 
I'll go like that for Martin Day. <laughs> I'll put him in. I said if Jackson, Jackson's over for Trevor Lawrence. That's how bad he looks. That's how bad he's demoralizing. His defense has been on the field all year. Boy Wonder McVeigh with his little, you know, three-man trick, pick play uh, offense he has, which is really a Georgia ball control offense, will tire out that Jacksonville defense. The Rams have a great special teams coach that will match Urban Meyer. So give me the L.A. Rams right now during the sound of my voice. Take those 12 because, man, a lot of people here, not here, I'm not here. I'll be there in a little bit. But a lot of my Southern California people, once they hear my voice, they, they that's it. They're ready for the trip to Vegas. Uh, they're going down their apps right now and betting the Rams. So it's going to be over 14. Bet the Rams right now, and it's going to be under 48 because Vegas is not going to let you make money just betting favorites and overs. So take the under 48 since Jacksonville will get shut out because the Rams still think it's Super Bowl. That's why Zon Miller's there. And regardless whether it's going to happen or not, they're going to shut out Jacksonville. So take L.A. Rams minus 12. Under 48. What do you think, Chad? I I agree, man. Um, L.A. Rams, man, they, they, they've lost a, a couple back-to-back games here. Um, actually, they've lost three in a row. I'll take that back. They've lost three in a row. Um, they are in desperate need of a win and a big win, too, because they need to get the fans more around. They need to get the, the media talking about, wow, look what Rams did again. You know, a, a, a small win against Jacksonville is like a loss. You know, the way the fans and the media will be talking. Oh, my gosh. Right. They beat Jacksonville by seven or three. They were in a close game, one possession game at the end. You know, Jacksonville had a chance. That's that's not going to pan out good for them. So, they, you know, they, they're going to want to hand it to them here. Uh, you know, three losses in a row back at home, getting a shitty Jacksonville team coming all the way across the country here. Um, I, I, I like the Rams here to blow them out. Like I said, jump on them now. 12 and a half, 12, 13, whatever you can get um, under that key number of 14. And then, yeah, under the 48. And Vegas is putting this at 48 for a reason, under 49 right. the key number because they're telling, they think it's going under as well. And this one is Jacksonville might get shut out. This is kind of similar to the Giants, I think, um, in that Dolphins game. Uh, I think that they're, that they're going to get, you know, Jacksonville is going to gonna, gonna maybe get to 10 at most here. So, um, you know, I, I, I like uh, – I like maybe like a 35-10 game here, um, you know, coming in coming in under that under that 48. So I, I'm in agreement with you. I like those picks. A hundred percent. And uh, Urban Meyer, people that uh, know me, that I know Urban, tell Urban to go to those strip clubs or those private clubs that ban cell phones and ban cameras. So you don't get trouble in L.A. or if you try to go to Vegas. San Francisco at Seattle. Yep. Uh, now, this, this reminds me a lot of the Baltimore, and I think NFL doing it on purpose, right? After the holiday, uh, day before, like, everybody gets back to work. Uh, Super Bowl, dad won two Super Bowls. He's been to uh, two Super Bowls, once as a coordinator, as a head coach, against Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll won uh, three national championships. 
with USC, won a Super Bowl as defensive coordinator for Bill Walsh and your San Francisco 49ers, has been to two Super Bowls as the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, won one, lost the other. So this is going to be a well-played game. Seattle has the same game plan on offense, same game plan on defense. And the theory behind it is that you know it so well that you play fast and physical. Seattle knows this. I mean, San Francisco knows this. Uh, the line is what? San Francisco? My, yeah, minus three and a half, San Francisco. 40, 45 and a half on the total. San Francisco wins this game 23-20, which means Seattle covers. Return to the main last week and go further into their misery under 45. Uh, Russell Wilson is hurt. Uh, Seattle has a horrible on, uh, off, you know, offensive line. But Pete Carroll, like he said in his book, Win Forever, is never going to change. He wants to win with defense and running the ball and keeping his defense fresh and put it on the defense to win the game. So I say it last, 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 last Sunday night. I think we've seen this movie before. Uh, he might try to do something on special teams. Garoppolo is turnover prone. So Shanahan isn't going to take his chances. Shanahan, people that know him feel that because of his twist and stuff, he's kind of invented in the NFL for the running game, feels that he can run it on every single play and still win games. Any defense you're in, he has a running play for it. So he's not going to let Garofalo mess with his money and his career. He's going to keep him on the wraps and keep this game under by that point to get it off 45. Buy it if you can, if it's not too ridiculous, off 45. If it is ridiculous, leave it at 45. But I'm going with Seattle. Plus four or three and a half, whatever makes sense money wise, under 45, under 46. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I I agree with you. This under is like my favorite under, I think, of the whole whole day. You got that 45 and a half. You're over the key number of 45. We're at the average game here. Seattle, Pete Carroll doesn't change, man. The last three games, I mean under under they haven't been scoring the ball Russell Wilson's hand is just you know he's you may saw him miss some short 10-yard throws where he's five feet to the right and being inaccurate here you know Garoppolo has not not been great you know both these teams like to run the ball and are happy running the ball um yeah so I really see this game being shortened down by I think we see a lot of runs here by both sides and uh yeah over the key number three a division game like this um you know, a little return to the means for Seattle, like you said. They did not, you know, did not cover, lost that one against Oh, Washington. on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming, um, you know, so. I, and I also think, too, you know, you always say this, those Silicon Valley guys with that money, they love to blindly bet on these Niners here. So it's right. at three and a half, but I, I think we'll see a four and a half, five. So I would, um, if you're on the Seahawks like me and Josh are here, I, I would wait till, till kickoff because I think we'll probably see a, a four to plus four plus five line. And, uh, yeah, take those Seahawks here to keep it close at home. 
um, you know, home dog in the division and uh, um, under that 45 and a half. I like those picks. Right. And those Silicon guys have woken up because now they're back from back east on vacation where they were betting anyway. Uh, and San Francisco's won three out of the last four. So they're ready to, to pound uh, the 49ers last minute. I'll do a live Twitter on that one late uh, on that line. See where it balloons to. Because I've seen it balloon to big numbers. And Seattle really is the side on this. Uh, Seattle's a never say die till the end. Do not admit defeat. You've never lost until you have admitted defeat. Win forever, quoting win forever, Carol. So you're still telling everybody they can still make the playoffs. Going on a miracle run. That means they'll be very motivated to cover, return to the mean in this game and stay under. All right. Another game. I'm going to ride that horse. It's going to be profitable, in my opinion. Uh, Fangio and Reed, both older white men who ignore their wives, ignore their families. And because Fangio has ignored everybody and just sits in a dark room watching film 20 hours a day, sleeps before, wakes up, watches film, he's got a depleted team that's for sale. At six and five, coming off an out coaching of the San Diego or LA Charger organization, going against Andy Reid. Now, look at what Andy Reid is doing. Um, to be honest, I know more about Andy Reid than I do about 20% of my own family. And I've made more money off Andrew Reid's game than 80% of my family has given me in Christmas gifts <laughs> or anybody, period. Andy Reid's last score was Cowboys, 19-9. Raiders, 41-14. Packers, 13-7. Giants, 2017. Let me see, what was his last uh, division game? Chargers, 24-30. So it's a different game plan in the division against Denver. Denver is so good on defense. They have enough depth on defense working out in that altitude that they told Von Miller not to let the door hit his ass on the way out to L.A. <laughs> so it's going to be a great defensive struggle. The Lions at 47. For any god unknown reason, people are trying to bet the over on this. It'll be good for us to go with your Denver Broncos double-digit dog and does the victory and they covers 80% of the time. Under 47, I see the Chiefs winning this game 23-14 by nine points comfortable. Because once Andy Reid gets a seven-point lead, he's going to run the clock out. Short passing game, area short passing game. Underneath, underneath the Tyreek Hill the first time and anytime you want it. You got Kelsey. Really short, safe passes. They catch the ball. 
they stay in bounds, run that clock, right? And win, but not by more than 10 points. I call that Andy Reid's special. What are your thoughts, Chad? Um, yeah, man, I only thing is Casey is coming off the bye. Um, so the, they, they will be rested up here, but yeah, man, F- Denver and Fangio, man, they have been just a solid um, defensive team and an under team for us all year. And looking at the last two division games, they both went over the last two division games they played. So, so I think that this one will go under. Um, I don't think return to the mean, yeah. Return to the mean, yeah. Division games tend to be under, I'd say 60% of the under. So, um, I, yeah, I see return to the mean here. I, I think this one will, will, will be a lo- little bit lower scoring. Um, and, you know, if this was six and a half or seven, I would really like the Chiefs here off the bottom. Oh, yeah, all day. But it's too high. It's going to balloon even more. Vegas in my opinion. knows that. Yeah. You know, we're leveraging Vegas's research. Exactly. So, they know it's uh, – they're putting it at nine and a half. Um, they're putting it – it really should be at six and a half, seven. They're putting it under that key number of ten at nine and a half to trick you into going with the Chiefs. Right, um, exactly. So, you know, don't fall for it. The Broncos plus <laughs> ten, that's the way to go. And that as that line balloons, um, you probably can get yourself a ten and a half, eleven here. But, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're tricking you. They're putting it under a key number to trick you when really it's the wrong key number. The key number is seven. The right. real key number here is seven. They're, making, they're, putting a, they're getting a fake key number of ten here and putting right. that nine right. and a half right. to exactly. trick you into the Chiefs here. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you, man. Under the 47, return to the mean there, and double-digit dog in the division, baby. Let's go. Right, and – Fanjo is great can't great grandkids have money. So it's a personal affront, a personal battle against Andy Reid, who's an offensive guy. And remember Spagnolo on the other side has three Super Bowl wings as a defense coordinator. And if you live in the past, you die in the past. However, I think this is significant. December the 6th, 2020. Chiefs 22, Broncos 16. I look for a repeat of exactly that. I'm really excited. I've been excited for a while about this 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 week. As we want to go 80 to 90 percent, and we want all the listeners in the podcast to bank this week. And we're gonna throw before we leave off, we're gonna throw some quick. Uh, first championship week college picks after we give you Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Uh, the Evil Empire against Buffalo. In Buffalo, Buffalo wants to buy a new stadium. Remember, the NFL is a commercial real estate company. Highest and best use of real estate. If you ask Roger Goodell, what is the highest, best use of real estate? He would say an NFL stadium. Refs know this. Uh, You're giving me maybe not points that I buffle on the money line over the evil empire. Uh, Evil empire games have been going over. This is Monday night. I like 
It'll be interesting. Scott's picks on this. Get Scott there. We've done really good with the Evil Empire. However, Buffalo has to win this game because they're tied for the division. Uh, Bill Belichick already has seven Super Bowls. McDermott, Andy Reid guy, who knows how to beat him. D-Ball worked for Belichick's best friend, Satan. So every practice when he was working for Satan, he was going against the Belichick defense. He knows how to score. And let me ask you one question. We'll go to you, Chad. Does the Belichick defense account for the quarterback? And guess who's been running all year? Josh Allen. No, <laughs> Belichick, Belichick does not account for the quarterback. Yeah. It's a big game for Buffalo. For the city of Buffalo, maybe, because Pagula, the scumbag owner of your Buffalo Bills and his gold-digging wife, Kim Pagula, are a problem. I don't think the players are going to care. Uh... They want that stadium. They don't want that stadium to be in Toronto. The fans, they're all boosting up the players in Buffalo. Huge game for the city of Buffalo. Uh, There's probably going to be, what, 70,000 people at the game, 70,000 people around the game. You're going to be rocking those Patriots buses. Uh, Give me your Buffalo Bills. Uh, It's going to be a crazy game, so I'm not going to take points. I'm going to take Buffalo on the money line. As far as just too crazy, bet it now. Before that Bills Mafia, you can't get in the game. They're all going to crowd into Foxwoods, crowd into those sports books in the ham chat, and bet the Bills. But they're being matched by Patriots fans, who we would argue have more money. So the lines right now is what? Uh, Evil Empire minus two? Two and a half. Yeah, it should be the other way. So you're getting a lot of value. Oh, no, no, Buffalo. Buffalo is minus two and a half. All right, so it should be Buffalo minus three. The money line's Um, 150. Yeah, so if I was going to take people's money and I was a bookmaker, I would make it uh, Buffalo minus four. So you're getting like a point and a half of value. So, hey. Let's go Buffalo minus two. Because Buffalo, once again on a row, they will blow them out. And Belichick, thinking long-term, salesmen think short-term, businessmen think long-term. If Buffalo gets a lead, he's got a rookie quarterback. He's going to put his rookie quarterback plays in his back pocket to when he sees Buffalo again and maybe in the playoffs. Well, they play. They, so, these teams play in two weeks, Josh. They play in two weeks? Yeah, so they yeah. The, the Bills they the Bills uh they'll play Tampa Bay next week and then they're uh oh wait am I tripping? Thought I just saw this. Yeah, let me let me let me double check here. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They 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 are they're playing again here. All right, but oh, there's a bye week involved, so that it's there's two it's two games for the Bills. The Bills play Tampa and then Carolina, then they're back at New England. But New England has a bye week in there. So New England's going to go bye week at Indy back at Buffalo. So they play again in three weeks. 
Yeah, big advantage for Buffalo has to win this football. Yeah, yep. Because uh, Belichick has a Super Bowl defense. He has a defense the way he wants it. He's going to beat the Colts at the Colts. And then he has the Bills at home. And you got to think that the Jaguars and the, and the Dolphins are two wins. Yeah. And yeah, the, the Bills have to get this one at home. It's a must win. Right. Because the coaches are looking at that and they're like, well, wait a second. What, man, what, uh, do you, what are you thinking on this total, though, here? I, it's so low at 43 and a half. My gut tells me over. But the fact that they play in three more weeks is that, you know, but, but I don't think the Bills can, can afford to be vanilla and wait for that game. They have to leave it. They might as well show their hand this game and, and win and, and take first place and then let it, you know, then just try to go grind one out in New England. Yeah, what, what we'll do on this is take Buffalo right now. All right, take him two and a half, whatever. Take Buffalo right now. And then what we'll do is uh, either I'll do a live stream by myself or if Chad wants to join me, uh, we'll, we'll do a breakdown of the total on this game. Because I, I like to see, because right now Vegas is, is uh, trying to bait you, I think, as you're betting the over on Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, what's the weather? Is it going to snow? Is it going to be in a, in a snowstorm? Yeah, I'm not. If it's going to be in a snowstorm, you got to keep your, your players safe for the stretch run in the playoffs. It's going to be 33, 33 degrees. Let me see if there'll be any wet, any rain or snow. Buffalo on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, so kickoff's going to be right around 35 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. 40% chance of rain uh, on Sunday with a high of 49, low of 30. So it'll be right about 38 degrees. At kickoff with a 40% chance of rain. Right. So, uh, right now, Buffalo minus two, under 44. Yep. But, but we'll do a report right under that, you know, right at, uh, right before Monday night. No. Uh, Jason helping us out, man. He's amazing. Line started at 46, now down to 44. Okay, so, so people are betting under now because people are betting the under like crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of movement. That's a lot of movement. Something, you know, some doesn't mean it's right, right? So we got to see why people are betting that way. Uh, we'll get in contact with some Buffalo experts, and we'll get we'll have a lot more information right before the kickoff on Monday night. I'll go. I'll go live, or we'll do like a. Uh, our live webinar for four or five minutes. Scott, 
Chad wanted to come on, and we'll break that total down, and I can report what I found out. But right now, I have put money down, hard-earned money down on the under, because that's where the stars are aligning to, right? They play in a couple weeks. They got to keep their players fresh for a Super Bowl run. And the weather's going to be back. Yeah, and that Belichick defense, too. Dallas GT. He wants to put it on the defense. That's what he wants to do. That He's a control freak. That's what he most can control, the defense. And he has to de- – he has a Super Bowl defense, right? He has McCarty is playing. I love the way he's playing, man. Hard hitting, safety, smart, doesn't care. Uh, he can cover, and then he can get in the run and really put some hard hits on weak minded running backs. All right. Any final thoughts on that before we hit two quick college picks from Winston Churchill? Nope. That's it it for me. So, in the middle of the season, we made this pick. And it is Appalachian State in the Sun Belt Championship game minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. Uh, Coach Napier is the head coach of your Florida Gators. Now, just in a coffee shop with a few people, and we were talking about how much we hate the Florida Gator. Now, I have a lot of good friends that are Florida Gator fans. Only wish the Gators the best. Uh, Coach Napier do a good job. They are going to have a great football team. But he's going to lose. So go ahead and take Appalachian State minus two and a half. Haven't totally broken down this game. However, I did bet Houston, Cincinnati in the AAC championship game. University of South Florida, which I'm an alumnus of. I got the shirt on. Uh, study these teams every year. Studying them, watch them this year. Over 53. Houston, over Cincinnati. Very well played game. It's going to be over $10 million in coaching salary between Coach Finkel and Dana Holgerson with their current contracts. All right. And then based on advice from friends of mine in San Diego, San Diego area, one of them being Chad Nolan, Oregon, Utah, over 59. Even though... Down to 58 now. Woo! Get over 58. 58. Yeah, that's nice. I'll bet that again. Coach um, Moreland is going to be the head coach of your Akron Zips, Mac Action. I'm going to give you some Mac Jackson picks, too. You got to see when my flight is Friday. Uh, I'm going to need Chad to have my back a little bit on this, but we're going to get you those uh, championship week picks. 
Yep. Haven't totally broken down this game. However, Western Kentucky, uh, San Antonio, over 72. Yep. In a way shootout. It could be in the 80s. And it's up to 72 and a half now. So I think that one's going to probably get keep moving up. So jump on that. Jump on that as you hear the sound of our voice. All right. Final words. That's a lot of money. Bet equal amounts and all that. And you will be able to clinch Christmas presents. What do you think, Chad? Yeah. Final words. I love it, I'm man. Excited, man. I think this is this is gonna be a great week. Um yeah, I'm 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 excited for this one, man. I hope I think our side. I'm I'm confident our sides are, are going to get back to where they've been all year, and I, I think we finally are, are hitting, are, are turning the page on our totals, and we're, you know they're going to be we're going to be competing every week to to see what what's going to be higher, our sides or totals, you know. So exactly, we want to get on a six week eighty to ninety percent roll, so we can roll on to championship week is this week, so then we go championship week to bowl season to NFL playoffs to college basketball. Yes, sir. And we keep rolling. In the greatest country in the world, it gives us an opportunity to do that. How many years can we do it? We don't know. So we got to take advantage of things right now. So two things as we close. Number one, that equal amounts on our picks. Don't take all that cash and put it in your pocket. Get 80% of it. Get the casino to send you a check. Just have enough money in your pocket to enjoy yourself, to have dinner. Anna, my wife's a psychotherapist, says don't pay for hoes for that money. <laughs> take that money home and keep yourself safe. And as Winston Churchill said, you don't have to pay. You really shouldn't. Hawthorne Effect podcast might not be the prettiest sound, but the content is phenomenal. I, just, I heard it again for my own benefit to do research to parlay to this. You don't need any more information than the information you're getting on these two podcasts. It's a lot of information we're throwing at. Statistics, right? Do your own research, though, but don't pay any money. Don't pay anybody for bogus analytics or extra sports for $100 or pay for picks. You don't need to do that. Just take our picks, but learn the whys. So if we decide to retire and, and just go to an island in Fiji, you still know how to make your pick. And as Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. Make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you get. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook.
Lord. That word, that word.